it's it's on a, a little bit of a a, a, a um, somber note, very sad note that we actually begin this morning's shear. Um, this is we're coming to you live from the CBS Community Kailo Thursday morning. This is uh, our legal holiday breakfast and learn this morning on the day that is known as Thanksgiving, and uh, we just received very sad news that our very own Chazan Gildar of uh, Ranhurst, Philadelphia, just passed away. So um, the news is very, very fresh, still very shocking, very, very sudden, and um, this year should be an ali for all of us, and uh, as we come to grips with this news, we should um, be able to make an ali for the neshama. But uh, again, it's on a somewhat of a, of a sad, tragic note. We begin the shir this morning. Let's get down to business over here. Um, so <clears throat> we find ourselves, again, most of us have a day off of work today, day off of school, a day off of required school, um, in honor of what is called, in the Western world in America, we call this day Thanksgiving. The question is, what is Thanksgiving? What's it all about? What are we allowed to do? What are we not allowed to do? And, and is there even a Shiloh? Where is the Shiloh coming from? You know, we're asking ourselves, are we allowed to do the various practices of Thanksgiving? Well, what's the Shaila based off of? So we're going to go through the whole sugya this morning. It's an interesting sugya, quite a fascinating one. And it's a sugya, a topic that has been taken in many different directions by many different um, contemporary and recent halachic uh, um, uh, authorities. Some even modern day have, have given their own personal spin on this topic. But the questions really are, <clears throat> what's a good Jew today? You know, we know in, in, in the secular world, out there in, in the, the, uh, the Gassan, as we say, there's all kinds of minhagim, all kinds of customs that they have on Thanksgiving, right? They have a whole Thanksgiving dinner with turkey and cranberry sauce and pumpkin pie. What else? Football. And football. They, they eat the football? They, so uh, they have a whole Thanksgiving dinner with all kinds of things that you're supposed to eat. These are like the dine hayoim, the special mitzvah, the mitzvah hayoim for Thanksgiving. Yeah, the football games are part of it. And... and uh, uh, the parade, <clears throat> the Macy's Day Parade. The question is, is this something that a Jew is allowed to do? Is he not allowed to do? And what are the underlying questions going on at hand? What, what are the underlying um, considerations? So, there is a Pasuk in Vayikra that says, There's a Pasuk that says, gives us a mandate. The Torah says, Do not follow in the Chukais of the Goyim. Don't follow in the statutes of the Goyim. This is a prohibition from the Torah that we are not allowed to follow in the chukais, the statutes of the goyim. Now we know, everyone knows that in Lashon HaKadosh there's a big difference between a chayk, a mishpat, a mitzvah, <clears throat> when we use that in terms of Torah. Mishpat always means a, a mitzvah that has logic to it, has a rationale behind it, it makes sense. It's done there for the functioning of society, like... Uh, um, not stealing and and um, not committing murder. All these things are, <clears throat> excuse me, mishpatim because they make sense. There's logic behind them. A chayik, when we're talking about a chayik in terms of the mitzvahs that we have, a chayik is something that doesn't have a rationale, but Hashem said to do it anyway. Shatan is not wearing shatan is not eating basur v'chalav. Uh, a lot of other mitzvahs that seem to have no rhyme or reason, but we do that just because Hashem said to do it. That's called a chayik. So in the secular world as well, <coughs> there's something called a chayk. Don't follow the chukais of the goyim. It's interesting that the Torah uses this word specifically. It doesn't say don't follow the mishpatim of the goyim. Don't follow their laws. It says don't follow their chukim. And immediately, you know, from the fact that the Torah is saying chukim instead of mishpatim in terms of what you're not allowed to follow from the goyim, we, we find that actually reflects in Allah because everyone knows there's a, there's a rule called dina de machus dina. You actually have to follow the laws of the land. Any laws that are passed in any country <coughs> for the governing of that country, for how to run the country, to keep the run, country functioning, you have to follow the laws of any country. That's called Dina de Mahusa. Those are the Mishpatim. The logical rules, the rationale, the, the, the governmental laws, municipal, federal laws that are in place in any country, that's Dina Mahusa Dina. Those are the Mishpatim. The Torah doesn't say don't listen to the Mishpatim of the guy. It says don't listen to the Chukim. <coughs> Chayk, again, <clears throat> implies something that doesn't have any rationale, doesn't have any logic, we don't, it does, doesn't, we don't get it, doesn't make any sense. So, how does that look in halacha when we try to create the parameters of what's included in this prohibition? We do have a prohibition that you're not allowed to follow the chukim, the chukim of the goyim, the statutes of the goyim. What, are, what what's, what falls within the statutes? What are these statutes that you're not allowed to keep? 
So this is actually a very, very controversial question. It's a huge machloik as Rishonim. And there are two basic paths in the Rishonim <coughs> of understanding this. And it's a machloik is essentially between Taisis and the Ram. Taisis and Avoid Azara says, what's included in chukim? There's two kinds of chukim that you're not allowed to do. Two kinds of chukim of the goyim that you're not allowed to do. One is anything that they do for purposes of idolatry, paganism, any practice that they have that's, that, that's an idolatrous pra- practice. That's, that's a paganistic practice that has, that has to do with Avodah Zarah. <clears throat> Clearly, that you can't keep. That's included in Mechukai Sam Leisei Lechu. So, if, uh, you know, towards the end of December, they start to decorate their lawns with these nice ceramic statues of uh, the Alashina statues over there, these nice, this, the, all these statues of, you know, this lady and this man, this baby. So that's a, a practice that they have, a hype that they have, but it's, 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 you know, it's, it's kind of weird, it's kind of strange. They decorate their lawns, they decorate their houses, they decorate their trees. That's paganism. That's Avodah Zarah that has its roots in Avodah Zarah. And before Avodah Zarah really goes back to paganism mamish. So that's something that clearly falls under the chayk of the Goyim, the rules, statutes of the Goyim, which is a, a, a practice related to paganism, idol worship, etc. Says Taisus, though, there's another type of chayk that you're not allowed to do. What, al- what also falls under the Chukai Seim of the Goyim, says Taisus and not only it prohibits us from doing anything that's related to Avaydazara or, or <coughs> paganism, but in addition to that, there's two types of Chukai Seim that you can't do. One is, this is what they do, this is an idolatrous practice. And one is, this is just what Goyim do. This is what Goyim do. A, 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 a um, kind of arbitrary practice that they decide to do, an arbitrary custom that they have, even if it has nothing to do with Avodah Zarah, even if it has nothing to do with paganism, nothing to do with idol worship, but if it's an arbitrary practice that they do, something that they decide, this is, this is our practice, this is our minog, that also says Toysus falls under Chukai Sen, even if it has no relation whatsoever to Avodah Zarah. So according to Toysus, we have um, our, 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 a very stringent ruling over here from Taisus. That means that any practice that Goyim adapt, a minute that they have, um, <clears throat> even if it's not related to Avodah Zarah whatsoever, even we can establish it has nothing to do with idol worship, nothing to do with paganism, nothing to do with anything related to serving Avodah Zarah, foreign deities outside God, even if we can establish that sadly with 100%, but if it's still just an arbitrary practice that they have, this is just what they do. They decide on this particular day that they wear a particular color or that they, they eat a particular food. They eat a particular food on this particular day every single year. That says Tais is called a minik shtus and that falls under chukai sam, and that's a labda araisa, according to Tais. So according to Tais, immediately, um, it would seem that, that, that for someone to go ahead and decide that on Thanksgiving, they're going to eat turkey. Why? Because this is what's done in America. In America, everyone has their turkey supper. That's an arbitrary practice the guy decided to do. They just, they, this is a practice that they decided. This is not something that was born out of convenience. This is not you know, leftovers from the day before. This is a minute that they adopted. Their, their minute is that on this uh, last, uh, last Thursday, second to last Thursday of every November, they get together and they have turkey for supper. According to Tysus, this would seem to qualify for Uvu This is All we have is Tysus, it would seem that there's no way out. There's, how can a Yid eat turkey today? You're following an arbitrary practice that the guy adapted for themselves, and therefore it would be hands off that turkey. Okay? However, there are other opinions over here. There are dissenting opinions that disagree with the Tysus. There's a Ram, and the Ram's Talmidim, the Rivash, the Maharik, who follow in the footsteps of, of the Ram. And they all rule, not like this Tyson, they say, for something to be considered to be a practice of the guy that you're not allowed to keep, it has to have roots in Avodah It has to have some type of pagan connotations or pagan connections. So says the Ran, what falls under Vuchukai Something that either is clearly, clearly a uh, pagan-related, idolatry-related, if we see clearly the connection, again, like all the getchkalach that they put on their lawns this time of the year, all the, the, the trees, everybody knows that the trees are a paganistic symbol. So if we see clearly 
the pagan link, the, 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 the paganistic link, and the idolatrous link, that's Ruch HaKaseim. Or it says the Ram, there's another type of practice which also falls under Ruch HaKaseim, which is something they do and, 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 and it absolutely doesn't make any sense. Not an arbitrary practice they adapted, but something that they do that has no rhyme or reason to it. Says the Rav, you can't do that either. Why? Because if the Gaim do something, and, and we ask around, why do you do this? Why do you do this? Why do you do this? And all the Gaim say, I, I don't know why we do this. This is something that we do. We've always done this. Then we have to be concerned that if they're doing it, it must, and they don't know why they're doing it, if the Gaim don't know why they're doing it, we have to be concerned that it also has its roots in something paganistic. They just forgot why. And an example of this would, uh, you know, there's like days that they wear a particular color. We talked about colors before. Uh, they have something called St. Patrick's Day. They like to wear green, right? So you ask a guy, why do you wear green? I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. But if you trace it back, it has to, goes back to, uh, to, 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 to things that are associated with Avodah Zarah. The color green has associations and connotations and has a significance in the world of paganism and idolatry. Okay? Um, similarly, again, you ask your average guy who gets the, his, his Kratzmach tree and decorates it, why are you doing this? What's with the tree? What's with the tree, buddy? He says, I don't know, I'm doing this because my, my father got a tree, my grandfather got a tree, my great-grandfather got a tree, so I get a tree too. If they can't explain to us why they're doing it, then it again would fall under Vruchai Seim, according to the Ram, because we are concerned that if you're doing it, you don't know why you're doing it, it must, it's very possible, it has its roots in some kind of idolatrous practice, and just over the centuries, over the millennia, the guy have forgotten why they're doing it. So according to the Ram, let's get clearly the Machleik is right on the because it's going to make a very, very serious nafkamin over here in Halacha, make, have real ramifications of what we can do on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. <coughs> according to Taisus, there are categorically two different types of uh, practices altogether that are banned by Ufukukai Sam. Two different practices altogether that are banned. One is something that has to do with Paganism and idolatry. Anything that's connected to Avodah Zarah you can't do. In addition to Korintesis, any arbitrary practice that the guy adapted, you're not allowed to do, even if they can tell you why they're doing it. This is the serious ramification. This is the Nafkamino. Korintesis, even if they can tell you, yeah, this is why we do it. This is why we do this. But again, if it's kind of arbitrary and, and it's not something that's coming out of like societal functioning, it's not something that's, that's necessary for the, you know, the ordinances or anything like that. It's just a common practice that Goyim adopted. This is what we do on this day. This is what we all do collectively on this day. Even if they can give you some kind of reason why they're doing it, it's still called Vukhukhaseim. Because it's, it's still arbitrary. It's not something that needs to be done. It's not something that, that is, 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 is necessary for keeping the country going. Even if they can give you a reason, according to Tysus, you still can't do it. It's called Ufchukaisem. Whereas, according to the Ran, there's only one category, only one type of Isser, only one type of ban, prohibition on the Ufchukaisem, and that's a ban that has only to do with Avodah Zara, everything to do with Avodah Zara, and is only connected to idolatry and paganism. According to the Ran, Ufchukaisem bans us from all matters idolatrous and paganistic. Any practice the Goyim have which is connected to some type of idol worship, paganism, pagan rituals and rites, you cannot do. But that would extend to include any practice the guy have which they can't explain why they do it. If they do something without knowing why they're doing it, that's also bad because we are concerned that is all from the same category. It must have been something that had paganistic roots. They just don't remember why. But according to the round, if they do something and then they can explain to you why they do it, they can give you the rationale, even though it's arbitrary, even though it's not something that was, which is necessary to do for running the country, but they can explain to you where it's coming from. It's not called B'chukai Seim. So what's with our turkey dinner? Our turkey dinner, L'chaira, would be an afkamina between Tysus and the Ran. It would seem, for the time being. In other words, why do they eat this turkey? Is it something, well, we don't know, we just, this is what we do. It's a tradition, we don't know, but it's a tradition. Is that why they're eating the turkey? No, why do they, why do they eat the turkey? So the, the historians will tell you, you look this up, the, the reason why turkey became the, the centerpiece of the Thanksgiving dinner is because the, when the pilgrims arrived in the New World, they were facing starvation, and the Indians taught them how to hunt turkey, and it was the turkey that kept them alive. That's one, one approach. Another mahalak they have in the turkey is because the turkey is symbolic, it's a New World bird, and part of Thanksgiving is celebrating the discovery of the New World, the pilgrims arriving, the, these are the roots of America, laying down the shirashim of the new country, the New World, There's all these discoveries. So the, 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 the um, turkey being indigenous to the New World, the New World bird, they didn't have this in Europe, the New World bird um, symbolizes this discovery, symbolizes the thanks that they have for discovering the New World, discovering America. And not only that, Benjamin Franklin wanted to make the turkey the national bird of 
the United States of America. How do I know this? Because we used to hear this from my father, several times a year growing up. We used to hear this, one of these things. You know, these things you always hear from your father all the time? You guys know what I'm talking about, right? So one of these things that, that, that uh, I heard all the time, we, my, my family, my siblings, was that Benjamin Franklin wanted to make the turkey the national bird. Could be we heard this on Thanksgiving also. But he wanted to make the Thanksgiving the national bird of America. He actually held the eagle. He didn't like the eagle. He said the eagle is a predator. The eagle, the bird he didn't like. The football team he loved. But he didn't like the, the eagle. Benjamin Franklin had something against the eagle. He said it's a predatory bird. It's a bird of prey. It's not, why it doesn't symbolize America? The turkey is a noble bird. The turkey is a very noble bird. But apparently he lost the vote. He lost the vote because uh, we don't have the turkey on the flag. We have the eagle on the flag. In any case, in any case, a turkey may be arbitrary. The fact that the guy eat a turkey on Thanksgiving may be arbitrary, but it's not, as we would say, milsa belitaimo. It's not something which you can't explain. They can explain why they eat the turkey. They'll give us a reason why they eat the turkey. Why we eat the turkey again? Because the, the, the uh, Squanto and the Indians taught the pilgrims how to survive by hunting the turkey. That's what kept the pilgrims alive. The, the, the ancestors of America were kept alive by the turkey. It's the national bird of America. It's a new world bird, etc. So they can give us an explanation. Well, whereas at the same time, it's still arbitrary. It's arbitrary, but not inexplicable. Arbitrary in the fact that nothing would happen if they don't eat a turkey. Not something that they need to have in place, like speed limits and, and laws against shoplifting and, and embezzlement and, and, and tax evasion. These things need to be in place. Those aren't arbitrary laws. The Turkey law doesn't need to be in place, but we can explain where it's coming from. This l'chayra would be a difference between Duran and Taisus eating turkey on Thanksgiving. How do we pass it in halacha? We go like Taisus and we go, or we go like Duran. Again, according to Taisus, you can't eat a turkey because according to Taisus, even if you can explain where it's coming from, but that's a, that's a category two. Bchukaisem means anything they do, which arbitrarily is called is called bchukaisem. Going to no. If they can explain where it's coming from, they can explain that it's not rooted in Avodah It's okay. So how do we paskin? So it happens to be the Ramah and Shulchan Aruch says the following. Kuf Ein Ches. The Ramah says. What's usher in terms of bchukaisem? This is Hilchas chukai so eivdekachav. The halach is of not doing practices of the guy. Says the Rima, "Oy bedavar shenagu leminik ulechayik ve'ain tam bedavar." Anything that they do as a practice and there's no reason behind it, they can't explain it. The ikala mechash bey mishum darkeh amayri. We have to be concerned that the reason they're doing it is because of maybe it's rooted in, 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 in something pagan, paganistic. Says the Rima, anything they do that they can't explain, you have to stay away from. Or anything they do that's rooted in Avodah So the Ramah rules like the Ran. The Ramah goes with the lenient position. He rules like the Ran that there's only one type of only one type of prohibition, only one type of Iser, categorically, and that is anything that's connected to Avodah That means if it's clear the connection to Avodah you can't do it. Or even if it's not clear and it's inexplicable, they do something mysterious, we have to be concerned that it's rooted in Avodah Zarah and you still can't do it. But if they can explain why they're doing it and the explanation is not Avodah Zarah, then you're allowed to do it. The, Ram, the, the Ramah goes with the Ram, it means according to the ruling of the Ramah, it would seem for now, it would seem that we can have that Thanksgiving supper. The Bir HaGra disagrees with the Ram, and the Bir HaGra goes with the stringent opinion. The Gra, the Gain, goes with the Taisis, and he says, that uh, even if they can explain why they're doing it, if it's random, if it's arbitrary, if it's unnecessary, that's also called chukasem. He believes that there's two different types of chukasem. Okay, the Ramah, whom we have inside, goes with the leaning opinion, with the rad, the Vilna Gain, important to note, on the side, we'll come back to that, he goes with the stringent opinion. Okay, so now, assuming we rule, rule, rule with the Ran, with, and Rav Paiskim do say, all throughout the Dars, Rav Paiskim have always gone with the Ramah, who goes with the Ran, who's going with the leaning position, which means something Gaim do, um, that's arbitrary, it's unnecessary for the Kim Hamadina, but they can explain why they're doing it, would be Beseder according to the Ramah. So does that mean that tonight we can have our Thanksgiving supper? That would be the turkey and the stuffing. The stuffing, I forgot the stuffing. Turkey and the stuffing, the mashed potatoes, the gravy, the cranberry sauce, and the pumpkin pie. It would seem that we could. However, we have to shift back to another question, which is, Yes, they can provide us with the explanation behind this. They can tell us why they're having the turkey. But let us not forget that the Ramah and the Ran do say still that any practice, even if it can explain it to us, but if it's rooted in Avodah Zarah, if it's Avodah Zarah related, if it's paganistic related, then it's still prohibited 
If it's something that's related to idolatry, if it's related, if it, ha- if it has, it's con- has connections with something that's avoidazar, you still are not allowed to do it, even if you can explain to me the function of the turkey, how the turkey fits in. Which means we have to ask another question over here. The day of Thanksgiving altogether, is the day of Thanksgiving a day of idolatry? Is it a day, is it a festival, is it a yomtiv, which is a yomtiv of avoidazar? What is Thanksgiving about altogether? The, another way of asking this question is, is Thanksgiving a secular holiday or is it a religious holiday? Which means, if we would do the research and we would discover that Thanksgiving is actually, in fact, a religious holiday, we would discover something that was started by the church 1,500 years ago, 2,000 years ago, and the church said, you have to thank, celebrate Thanksgiving every single year. And in America, they decided that how do we t- celebrate Thanksgiving with the New World Bird, with the turkey, it would still be prohibited, even like the Ran, even like the Ramah. Because you can explain the turkey. The turkey has to do with the new world bird. It's Hakar Satoyv. It's we were saved by Squato. It was Squato who showed us how to hunt the turkey. But we're doing, we're eating that turkey to celebrate a day, which is a religious day that was instituted by the church. If Thanksgiving would be a religious holiday, you still can't have that turkey because you're celebrating a religious holiday. So what is Thanksgiving? That is the greater question we have to address right now. Is it a secular holiday? Meaning it was just established by by, uh, by law of, uh, by a presidential order that was signed into effect in the 1800s. It's just a legal holiday, like any other legal holiday that we have, like Columbus Day, like Lincoln's birthday, like um, Labor Day, Memorial Day. It's just another legal holiday, and, this, and we celebrate the legal holiday, and that would be okay. Or is it a, a religious holiday? So this, Rabbi said, brings us to yet more controversy. And now the controversy is a little bit more a contemporary controversy. Whereas the original question, which is, how does B'chuk work, that's a controversy that goes back to times of antiquity, medieval times, the Ranatosis, this is a raging debate that rages till Ad Hayyom even till 2020, it's still raging. It has to do with opinions that were, that were, that were, that were offered by various Paiskim in, in the last 50, 60, 70 years, a very divisive question, which produced very divisive and very, very um, staunchly defended opinions. And right off the bat, let's begin with Ramesha Feinstein. Famously, Ramesha Feinstein has a few chuvas on the subject. He does seem to go back and forth a little bit in terms of his outlook on Thanksgiving, but he has one chuva where he wraps up his entire take on Thanksgiving. And when Ramesha wraps up his take on Thanksgiving, Ramesha declares Thanksgiving is a secular holiday. Says Ramesha, it's not, it's not a religious thing. It was instituted by presidential order. He doesn't go through the history, but if you go through the history, I know it was enacted a few times. George Washington first put it into effect, but it wasn't uh, adopted. Then Abraham Lincoln signed it into effect. Then I think FDR signed it into effect. It's one of these things that they kept signing into effect because no one did anything about it, like recognizing Jerusalem as the capital of Eretz Israel. Like one of those kinds of things, president after president kept signing it into effect, but it was just never enacted. But it's a presidential decree, a presidential order. It's a day on the calendar, Thanksgiving Day, like Columbus Day. Columbus Day is not a religious day. Labor Day is not a religious day. Memorial Day is not a religious day. It's a day on the American calendar. Ramesha Feinstein believes that Thanksgiving is not a religious holiday. It is a secular holiday. Therefore, says Ramesha, that someone who wants to go ahead and have a turkey on Thanksgiving, go ahead and enjoy that turkey because A, Thanksgiving is not a religious holiday. It is a secular holiday which means anything that's do- being done today is not, th- is not connected to any, anything paganistic, anything idolatrous. And B, the turkey you're also allowed to eat because Ramesha holds you, we, we go with the Ramah, and as long as, it may be an arbitrary practice, but it can be explained why we eat the turkey, they'll explain to you the turkey is because the Indians taught us how to hunt turkey, and we have appreciation for that. So you're allowed to eat the turkey from that argument as well. This is the opinion of Ramesha Feinstein. So, according to Ramesha Feinstein, you're allowed to have that turkey dinner. There is a catch hour, there is a caveat, we'll get to that Soon, but before we get to the, even like Ramesh, let's just bear this in mind. Just let's just p- p- leave a space for this in our heads as we digest the information. Even like Ramesh, there is a catch. He permits it under the right circumstances. There is a way, according to Ramesh, you to do it in the right way and the wrong way. We'll get there soon. But right now, we just want to focus in on the thanks, the yoim, the the, the, the of Thanksgiving. Is it a secular day or is it a religious holiday? We want to go through those opinions first. So, according to Ramesh, it is a. Um, the, the, it's a secular holiday, a legal holiday, no religious connotations. Um, we have in the camp of Ramesha, we have other, other Paiskim who are contemporaneous to Ramesha. 
Um, we have uh, Rav Henkin, held like Rav Moshe, that it's a secular holiday, not a religious one. Rav Moshe was, was, was also a very big place, who was contemporary of Rav Moshe Feinstein. And, and they, they, they show, how far do we see that Rav Henkin was on board with Rav Moshe, that Thanksgiving has no religious overtones or connotations, is that Rav Henkin was famous for, for what? what did Rav Henkin do once a year? He was famous for his calendar. Rav Henkin made a calendar, the Luach Ezra's Torah, the Ezra's Torah Luach. His, his sons took this over um, and, and, and published it once a year. It's authoritative, comprehensive calendar from, from, uh, from Rav Henkin with all the Zmanim, all the Minhagim, and it was printed in America, still printed in America, designed to be used by people in America. And in the calendar, they have Thanksgiving. He, he, when he was alive and he was printing the calendar, he put Thanksgiving down in the calendar. So uh, if you believe that Thanksgiving is, is a paganistic holiday, is a religious is, 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 has religious overtones connected to idolatry, the church, etc. Why are you putting that in the, the Luach Ezra's Torah, in the Ezra's Torah calendar, Rav Henkin? Elamai, Rav Henkin puts it in there. He also, what else did he have in there? He had Columbus Day in there. He had Memorial Day in there. He had Labor Day in there. So people would know, you know, when, when they can sit and learn more. When they have a day off, when they don't have to go to work, and they can sit and learn more today. So he put Thanksgiving in there. He did not put Kratzmachin, by the way. He did not put that in there. But he did put Thanksgiving in. What? New Year's, that's a good question. I'm not sure. We'll talk, I, I don't know. That's the, what, did, we, did we go through the Sukkot of New Year's last year? I'll try to do the research for that this year, yeah. We'll, 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 um, I, that I don't know. That's a good question because New Year's is also a bit of a discussion. But Thanksgiving he did put in and Kratzmach he did not put in. So that's, the, you see that Rav Henkin held like Rav Moshe, not just theoretical halach and practical halach. He wasn't afraid to put Thanksgiving in. It's a secular day. It's not a religious day. That's on one side of the ring. One side of the arena. On the other side, it's Yadua, the two of the G'dayle Eilam, G'ayna Eilam of America that were also contemporaneous with Rabbi Feinstein and Rav Henkin, held vehemently, vehemently the other way. And this is Haloi Heva, Rav Hutner, Zechreinu Levracha, and Rav Avigdor Miller, Zechreinu Levracha. They both held vehemently that Thanksgiving is a day which is rooted in idolatry. It's a day that is connected to, yes, to the church, to, uh, it's a religious day, a religious day, a religious holiday, not a secular holiday. And Arkeh Haqqa, Rav Victor Miller held a yid having, um, having turkey on Thanksgiving is tantamount to putting up a tree in your front yard on December 25th. The same thing. What's the difference? This is what going to do to celebrate their religious holidays. December 25th is a religious holiday. It's celebrated by putting up the tree with all the tinsel and, and uh, putting out the milk and the cookies for Santa, there's no difference between that, the milk of the cookies on December 25th, and the turkey with the stuffing on Thanksgiving. Ta'azayot Kahaltin Rebbe Victor Miller. And Yudui, he held this, Mamash, he held this with fire and brimstone, he held this. You know? He held this with the takifos, with the meritos, with the vehemence. Rev Hutner held the same way. Rev Hutner writes in one of his mechtavim that also he believes that Thanksgiving is a religious holiday and not a secular holiday. And Jews should have no business celebrating Thanksgiving because it's a religious holiday. And, um, you know, I, I, uh, Rav Victor Miller said this on a tape, and the tape is out there. People like, the tape is quoted quite a lot. I happen to uh, subscribe to a, um, I get emailings, uh, a daily emailing from this. There's a Rav Victor Miller um, daily, a daily dose, something like that. Daily dose of Rav Victor Miller. Very, very interesting, very uh, enlightening, you get thoughts that they typed up from his shiurim, from his tapes, his Thursday night shiurim, once a day. So it happens to be yesterday they sent out the Thanksgiving edition. And, and um, he, he, um, he says over there, very, very strong with shyness, he says, um, he says what we were just saying, you know, that, that, uh, that uh, someone asked him if he's going to have a turkey on Thanksgiving. He said, am I going to have a turkey on Thanksgiving? Um, ask me if I'm going to go to church on Thanksgiving, he said. That's what he replied. <laughs> you know, I'd sooner go to church than have the, and have the turkey. That was, am I going to go to church on Thanksgiving? That's what he said back. Um, uh, I don't get the recording. I just get the email. But anyone that ever heard him talk, he has a signature way, his signature delivery. Um, but he writes, he says, he says, look, he says, Thanksgiving is a religious holiday. Make no mistakes about it. He says, I know there are good that say otherwise. And this is presumably a reference to Moshe. He doesn't mention anyone by name. Presumably he's referring to Ramosh because it was already known at the time that Ramosh had these troops where he declares flatly it's a secular day, not a religious day. Says Rabbi Victor Miller, I know that there are G'daylam that declare it as a secular day. However, it says, Rabbi Victor, listen to how he says it. He says, 
I t- opened up three church encyclopedias, three, three Christian encyclopedias, and each one of them told me that Thanksgiving is a religious holiday. So he said, my Paiskim for what Thanksgiving is are not the Gedalia, my Paiskim is the church. The church is my Paiskim. If the church says it's a religious holiday, that's it's a religious holiday. I don't care what the, what the Gedalia have to say. This was his, again, the, the Gufres Vemelch, the fire and brimstone of Rabbi Victor Miller. He said, if the church is telling me, he said, I have access to three Christian encyclopedias. Um, you know, like the device says, they have their version of the, you know, the Havdal, their, 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 their version of the encyclopedia, Tabutika, or whatever it is. So I have three of them. Each of the three said, it's a religious holiday. The church is my Paisik on the matter and not the Gedalif. The church is telling me it's a religious day. It's a religious day. And, and, uh, I, I, the same way, I'm not going to church today, I'm not eating the turkey today. So this was... Could be they wrote that in. Well, 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 before the could be, before the could be. I'm just, we're in the middle, we're in the middle. Okay, so um, this is what he said. It's, he held with the takifas, with the maritas, with the vehemence. So we have the poiskim, contemporary poiskim, modern day poiskim, I'm not split on the matter, so we have Ramesha Feinstein, Ravankin, uh, others also, uh, there were uh, uh, others who... Um, Believe that the secular holiday that there's nothing per se the matter with eating the turkey. We pass me like the Rama. There's a, there's a reason for it, even though it's arbitrary. They can explain the turkey. And then you have Ramesh Feinstein and Rafutner, Mamish with the Maritas, with the Takifus, with the fire and brimstone telling us, though, it's a religious holiday. And therefore, no Jew should even get close to the turkey today. Any practice the Gaim have on, uh, that they do to, uh, as the Minhagim, the Minhagim, the, 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 the Seder, on Thanksgiving, a Yid is not allowed to do because it's Mamish full blown, according to Victor Miller and Rafutner. Even like the Ramah, because this is Avedazara, Mamish, the true Avedazara. What, so what's going on over here with this Machlaikas? I mean, Ramesh very casually, Klachia says, no, it's a secular day. As, as, as Rav Henkin holds that way, Rabbi Yashavir of Boston held that way, maybe we'll talk about his own personal practice soon. Um, and and, and, and Rav Hutner and, 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 and Rav Victor Miller saying, no, it's, it, it is a religious day. It was a Machlaikas and Matthias. It's, it's a debate, a reality of it. We don't like to have a Machlaikas and Matthias. So what, what's going on over here? So I, Rabbi Say, I, I, I would suggest the following. This is Lanius Daiti, what I believe is going on over here, the Nukudas HaMachlekes between the Ga'inai Oilam of, of uh, you know, America of yesteryear, of the, our, our Paiskim of the last century. I believe the Nukudas HaMachlekes is as follows. Um, if you, it, it, I don't have access to Christian encyclopedias. I don't, so I don't know what the Christian encyclopedias say, and, and again, Rabbi Wigner told us that he did research on all three of them, and they said one after the next that it's a religious holiday. I, I did a little bit of, of uh, not extensive research, a little bit of research into, um, into um, public access encyclopedias. And if you do a little bit of just reading through the history of Thanksgiving in the public access encyclopedias, you find something interesting. It says that festivals of giving thanks to quote-unquote God, so your deity, whatever deity you believe in, go back thousands of years. There's a concept, a concept of, of a once a year, a day once a year that's reserved for giving thanks for the crap, giving thanks for fertility, giving thanks for the rain, giving thanks for your new car. This, this is a practice that goes back thousands of years, and it's something that was done by pagans, and it's something that was done by the church, and back in Europe, centuries if not millennia ago, this is a practice that was adapted by all the Oivdei Avodah Zara. Now, when did they do it? Did they do it the last years of November? No. Some, some of them did it in the spring as an annual spring fertility day of, of, of thanks. Some did it in the summer after the harvest. They, they, had, they celebrated, they gave thanks after the harvest, the big harvest. That's when they gave their thanks. Maybe some in the winter when, when the rain started to come. It was all done different times of the year and it was celebrated differently. It was done with sacrifices, they would bring sacrifices, they would do dances, all kinds of different rites. But the concept of having a day to give thanks to the God that you believe in, the God you believed in, is something that goes way back. So that's on the one hand. There is this concept, this notion of a religious uh, um, yearly day reserved for giving thanks to your pagan gods, your deities, your getchkelach, the, 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 uh, the shituf that you believe in as, as Catholics, as the, as the Catholic Church. When they came to America, when they started America as a country in uh, 1789, it was started with a very specific um, 
concepts, parameters, guidelines. It was with the Constitution. It was done in a way of separation of church of state. And America as a country, America as a country adapted over the course of time different holidays that were recognized by America, some of which had religious connotations and some of which had secular connotations. Independence Day, there's nothing religious about that. They have Columbus Day, nothing religious over there. Labor Day, Memorial Day. And then there's days where we give everyone off because we recognize that you like to celebrate the Sabbatorium, so we'll give you a day off today. <clears throat> but the Constitution and presidential decrees um, and enactments did enact different days over the course of the, the development of America that were put into the American calendar. At a, certain course, at a certain period of time, Thanksgiving became adapted as well, was brought into the American calendar, the day of Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving made it onto the calendar. And again, if you go through the history, it was first Washington tried getting in there, Abraham Lincoln, FDR, they put it in. <clears throat> Once it got adapted, it got adapted, I think sometime in the 1800s, it finally made it into the calendar. Mamish, it became a legal holiday, a day off. So the question is like this. When America adapted Thanksgiving as a holiday, what were they doing? Were they just giving another day off? This is a legal holiday, <clears throat> and you do what you want. Some people will li like to give Thanksgiving on, on this day. Some people will take the day off to go to church. Some people will go make parades. Some people watch football games. But you know what? We want to go ahead and just give you a day off. This is what this is. We're, we're just giving you a day off, and you do what you want. You do what you want. This day on the calendar. Or are they saying, when they signed this into effect, are they saying, since from time immemorial, humanity has always taken one day out of the year to thank God, to, observe, to make, have a religious observance and, and give prayers and go to church and give thanks to God. And this has been done from time immemorial. So we are going to do our version of that in America on the last Thursday, in, in, in the last Thursday second last Thursday in November. Since humanity has been doing that from time immemorial, we're going to do that too. In other words, how do we look at the Thanksgiving America? Is the Thanksgiving of America, the Americans, America's version, America's application of the, of the Algamator Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving that's been around Mikid Mazdana, or was it maybe inspired by that and maybe uh, lobby, it was, was someone lobbied the presidents to, to, to sign this to effect, some, some, someone, I say, who wanted one more day of work off, right? But they, they lobbied Congress, they lobbied the president for this. They wanted this to be put aside into effect, so is it the Vart that when America made their Thanksgiving, this is our version of the outer Thanksgiving that's been around forever? Or, granted, it's been around forever, and that's a nice idea. You know what? We're inspired by that to make a day on the calendar, a day on the American calendar that says Thanksgiving, it's a day off from work. And you do what you want to do. In other words, is it a, 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 a new day, or is it, a, is it an application of the old day? That's L'Chaira. I believe that this is the Machleikas, Ramesha Feinstein, Rav Hankin, against... Reva Victor Miller and 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 um, Rav Hudner. It can't be a machlekes mitzis. No machlekes mitzis. Rav Hudner did the re, Rav Victor Miller did the research. Rav Meisha is not chimichad kind of research. And if you guys, if we, you do the research, go. There's open access, uh, public access, open access, open media encyclopedias out there. And if you read through these articles, you'll see that yeah, since time of memorial, there's been a concept of making a Thanksgiving. It's true. It's out there. So Rav Meisha didn't know about it. He ignored it. He didn't want to hear about it. No. The Machlaikas is when they made that day on the calendar in America, what were they doing? Is this our thing? This is the modern day version of the Druidic Celtic Thanksgiving? Or is this no? This is a legal holiday that we make in America. It might have been inspired by that, but it's a legal holiday instituted by the government. Separation of church and state has nothing to do with religion. You want to go make, you, you want to do something extra? That's up to your church. Your church will decide what you'll do. But we, when we create that day called Thanksgiving, it's, it's a legal holiday. That's Lachar, the stance of Ramesha Feinstein. And, and everyone else who was makel, that it's not connected to the original Thanksgiving. That l'chaira allows us to avoid this machleks and metzius. Again, I believe, this is the, the solution for putting everyone together. But again, there's still a tremendous machleks and halach over here. How do we look at it? But this is where the mekilim are coming from, and this is where the machmirim are coming from. So again, according to, we have Ramesha, we have Ravhenkin, it's also, um, <clears throat> I saw, it's, 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 they say that, um, that, uh, the 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 Velta not used to be as from as is. Bar Hashem nowadays we're living in a very from where the Velta the is from Gavarn. It became very from. It used to be, you know, years past, in, in millennia past, the, the, the world was not as from. The Aguda Convention, now nowadays it's online, the Aguda Convention. It's over Zoom. They used to they used to have they got together in, in New Jersey, somewhere in New, where in New Jersey? Somewhere in New Jersey. They had a whole week in the convention. And the day of the uh, good convention was always over Thanksgiving weekend. 
And they had, the opening session was Thursday night, and then it was Friday, and a Shabbos, a Maita Shabbos, a Sunday, a whole weekend of, of, of noted speakers and keynote sessions and discussions and panels and things like that. But we went over Thanksgiving weekend, <clears throat> and it was catered in a hotel somewhere in New Jersey, and everybody came out, the, all the, 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 the Mayatis was there, all the, the, they had a panel of all the, all the, the rabbinic leaders of America, a big, big event. And Mirza Hashem, you know, next, next year it'll be back in person again. It used to be, now they haven't done this in a while, but, um, but it's documented that they used to have, in the, the opening night on Thursday night, which was always over Thanksgiving, they had a turkey dinner. At the Akuta Convention, they served a turkey dinner to all the Mayatzes G'dayle Atayro, to the, the rabbinic panels. Everyone was eating th- turkey Thursday night. So the, the, the Agudas Yisrael of America went with Ramesha Feinstein. They went along with Ramesha Feinstein. They went with Rafenkin. And everyone that came to the Agudah Convention was, yeah, was eating turkey Thursday night. Did they chap? Did they not chap? Did they know? Did they not know? Don't know! But that's what they served at the opening night of the Agudah Convention. So the, the, minig, uh, the, the, the Minigam welcome predominantly in America has been one moment. One moment just want to wrap up. We'll have questions. Rega, 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 rega. Soon, 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 soon. Um, has been to go with Ramesha Feinstein. Um, has been to go with Ramesha Feinstein. Someone who... Now, some practical halacha, before, before we get into what one should do. There's, there's one more cheshven over here, though. As we said, even though Ramesha Feinstein says it's a secular holiday because he's looking at the Abraham Lincoln end of things, he's looking at the FDR end of things, he's not looking at the Celtic or the Druidic end of things. America made their, a, new, a new brand new day on the calendar. It's called a brand new day. It's a legal holiday. It's not a religious holiday. So you, you can have your turkey and you can eat it too. Ramesha says, though, there's a catch, a caveat and a catch. Says Ramesha, the one thing you cannot do is say, I, 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 I'm having this meal today because it's Thanksgiving. And this is one of the things that we do on Thanksgiving. This is, this is the Dine Hayyam of Thanksgiving. In other words, a person is not allowed to say that, that um, you're supposed to do this. You're supposed to do this. This is what you're supposed to do on Thanksgiving. Says Ramesh, if a person religiously has that Thanksgiving dinner every year, and to the degree that if he doesn't have it, he'll, he'll get... He'll, he'll, he'll get Agitated, he'll run it to has to kosher at the last minute to grab whatever he can. You know, they'll only be able to get, let's say, turkey pastrami. There's no more frozen turkeys around. But if a person feels compelled, compelled every year to celebrate with the turkeys, says Ramesha, that, that's problematic as well. What Ramesha says is you can make it into a sudas rishus. It's something that you're allowed to do. You're allowed to celebrate Thanksgiving with turkey, but you can't relate to it as a day that is mandatory, that you're compelled to do it. Because once you do that, says Ramesha, you're making a new holiday. And there's a separate issue. You're not allowed to make a new holiday even if it's not based in idolatrous or paganistic roots. You're not allowed to make a new holiday. And if you have a day on the calendar and you say, this is what I need to do today. I need to have my turkey. I need to have my cranberry sauce. You just made a new holiday that comes with its own um, uh, uh, mandates. You, you can relate to it something that you have the option. You could do it if you want. You don't have to do it. But you can't relate to Thanksgiving as, you know, where are you having your Thanksgiving dinner this year? Where are you doing it this year? Where are you doing it? Where did we do it last year? Where are we going to do it this year? Where are we going to do it next year? It can't be something that is approached and related to as something which is incumbent. I would give a dogma, like a, a birthday. People on their birthdays make birthday parties, right? We make birthday parties for our kids. We make birthday parties for ourselves. Sometimes we, we don't make birthday parties for ourselves. Sometimes we're hoping that they're going to forget it's our birthday. Sometimes we're hoping that they're going to remember it's our birthday. Depends where you're holding in life, right? So now, I know you make a birthday party for your kid, but sometimes it's a busy time of year and, you know, lots going on and maybe you have like three birthdays in a row and then you, you don't make the birthday. Maybe we'll make it two weeks from now, three weeks from now. Maybe just this year we won't make you a birthday party. Are you allowed to do that, Rabbi Say? Are you allowed to one year not make a birthday party? What? So, if your answer is chas you, you may be in, 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 in trouble over here. You may be in trouble. A birthday party is something we celebrate as a rishos. You, you, you make a cake, you make a special meal, you, you, you do the, the pinata, right? Pin the tail on the donkey. But this is a rishos. If you wouldn't do it one year, it's okay. It's not the end of the world. It's not a mandate. It's not incumbent to make a, a party for a birthday. So that's Thanksgiving has to be the same kind of thing. That you're allowed to say, well, you know, the Velt eats turkey today, so I'm also going to eat turkey today. But you can't say it as a matter of a requirement. If it becomes a requirement, then you made a new yomtiv. And says, Ramayish, you're not allowed to make a new yomtiv. So you can't do it, you know, you can't say every year, I, you know, uh, this is something that I'm makbid, I'm makbid to always have a Thanksgiving supper. 
as a requirement, even out of th- thanks to America, thanks to whomever, you can't do because you made a new day on the calendar. So this is Ramesh's caveat. Ramesh says, you're allowed to have turkey, but just don't make it into something that you're required to do. In terms of how the opinions play out in the practical halacha. So again, we have Rav Hutner and we have Rav Avigdor Miller saying, stay far, far away from the turkey. Avoid the turkey at all costs because America's Thanksgiving is the Druidic Thanksgiving, is the Roman Catholic Thanksgiving. It's a day that's a religious day. And what you're doing is it's like you're putting up a tree. Eating the turkey is like putting up the tree. Stay far away. And the Tamidim of Rav Hutner, they stay far away from the bird on Thanksgiving, from the turkeys. They, they won't eat the turkey. Ramosha Feinstein, Paskind, and, and many of the G'day Le'olam of America went along with him that it's a secular holiday, and therefore, if you want, you want to have turkey, have turkey, you want to have your, your, your stuffing, you want to have your cranberry sauce, no problems. Just stop short of making it a requirement. Don't say there's something that one is required to do because you're making a new day. And Ramosha, there is, by the way, a Ramban, al and Baal Taisa, the Ramban says that was included in Baal Taisa, you can't make a new day on the, on the calendar. So Ramosha said that this has like a, a shmek, a reyach, a sense of this, a prohibition of making a new holiday. It's like you're making a new holiday if you say that you're required to do this. In the middle, we have two interesting opinions. Um, they say that, that uh, they actually say that Rabbi Yosha Ver of Boston, Rabbi Yosha Ver Salavechik of Boston, was even more makal than Ramosha, and he held that not only we go like the Ramah, we go like the Ramah, and, and, um, and therefore it's not called Bukhukesayim because there's a reason behind it, and not only it's a secular holiday, not a religious holiday. There's no religious overtones or, or implications over here, so it's okay. But he held that you can even do it as a requirement. He was mocked, they say, every year he would have a Thanksgiving supper, and he did it. He did every single year, he's mocked to have it. And he held that it's not called making a new day on the calendar because making a new day on the calendar is only when it comes with, with mitzvahs, when it comes with um, uh, halachas, and, and something which is just a custom that in, in this country they like to eat the turkey. It is not strong enough to make this a day on the calendar. So he was even... What? Not the same day of the month. That's an interesting argument. It's a, it's a legal day. I mean, it's a secular day, not a Jewish day. Would that uh, get random? It Maybe it's here. It may not be. I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not random. I mean, it has a system. There's a system for calculating it. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I hear what you're saying. I'm not sure if that's a good enough argument. So he was Machved, Rabbi Yeshaber of Boston. He had, a, he had a Thanksgiving supper every year, and he held that you could say it as a, that this is what we do. That, 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 you know, it's, we were Machved every year to have it. It was more Mechel than Rabbi Yishev. Um In terms of, of, uh, of um, the, 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 the original Machloikas we saw between the Ran and the Taisvis, which the Ramah Paskins like the Ran Lakula, so we did mention that there's a Gura that's Chaylik. The Gura says we go like Taisvis. And therefore, even if it can be explained, but if it's arbitrary, you can't eat that turkey, even if it's a secular de- holiday. Um, Rib David Cohen of Gul Yaivitz, Shlita, um, he actually holds in halacha that one should try, should be concerned for this guy, being that you're getting involved in the Nisra Darais of Chukaisayim. So he is cagey about having the turkey supper, not because of the argument of Rib Victor Miller and Rib Hutner that it's a religious day. He's comfortable going with the Ramayisha that it's a secular holiday. But Lamaisi, even if it's a secular holiday, the Vilna Gain still says arbitrary things that the Gain do, like Tysus, you still have to stay away from. See, he says someone should try to avoid this. Someone should try to avoid this. However, he does say that you're allowed to have turkey. It's not like, in other words, if you say like a Victor Miller and Rav Hodner, so you're not allowed to have turkey today because this is something that's being done uh, today. It's connected to religious overtones, religious themes, and you can't do it. You can't do it. He holds that if you're doing it because you enjoy having turkey, and hey, turkey's on sale, it's, it's, uh, you're allowed to decide that this is the night that you're going to have turkey, you just can't say that I'm doing it because today's Thanksgiving. You can't say, it's Thanksgiving, I'm going to have my turkey. That you can't do, according to Rav David Cohen, because that would be getting into Uchukai Seim. You're doing something arbitrary that the guy can do. But if you want to enjoy turkey, that you could do. According to Rav Victor Miller, you can't even say, I want to do it to enjoy turkey. That would be saying, like, I enjoy all these nice lights on my lawn. I'm going to put these nice, nice lights on my lawn on December 25th. Okay, so those, these are all the sheetas. I just want to share something very interesting that happened with me. Maisa Rav, I happened to be on the phone the other day. I got through to Rav Shmuel Kamenetsky. Shlita, Zola, Gazun Zayn, and Shtark. I made the Esrim. And, and uh, I was asking him a Shiloh that was Thanksgiving related. I had a Shiloh over here in the, uh, the daycare center. It's good when people... Ashreinu uh, that they ask Shilohs over here. The Shiloh came my way. They wanted to know if they could teach Thanksgiving in the curriculum here in the daycare center. Can they teach it? 
So I didn't want to be the one to take responsibility for such a shayla. I called up Rav Shmuel. I asked Rav Shmuel, can, can, they teach, can they teach over here Thanksgiving the curriculum in the, in the, uh, the CBS guide? So uh, Rav Shmuel said to me, I was telling you verbatim the conversation, Mamish, interesting conversation. He said, he said, what is Thanksgiving? I don't know what Thanksgiving is. What is it? <laughs> so I said, he said, he said, what is it? He said, is it a religious holiday? Is it a secular holiday? What is it? What is it? I said, I said, you know, it's a, it's a secular holiday. Ramayusha says it's a secular holiday. It's a secular holiday. He said, Ooh. Shmuel Kamenetsky. He said, he said, no, it's not a problem. It's a secular holiday. It's not a problem. I said, so once I had him on the phone, you know, up the ante, I said, are you not allowed to eat turkey today on Thanksgiving? Are you not allowed to eat turkey? He said, I don't think it's such a problem. He said, I don't think it's such a problem. Um, he, said, he, said, he said, you're not doing it because it's a mitzvah. You're not doing it because it's a mitzvah to eat turkey. You're doing it, you know, to eat turkey. I, there was a few other, kind of, a few other, but I don't want to say everything that I'm being recorded right now. But uh, I can see me privately afterwards. But the times of that Dvarim, what I want to bring out from this conversation is something very interesting. Because I asked him, the first question I asked him, can they teach about Thanksgiving? So he said, I don't know what Thanksgiving is. What is it? You tell, tell me what it is. Tell me what it is. I can't imagine, Rabbi, said this is the first time Shmuel Kamenetsky has ever been asked to shy about Thanksgiving. I, I can't imagine. So, so why did he ask me? Why do you say he doesn't know what it is? And he asked me, is it secular or religious? I believe what he was doing was he was telling me that you first decide if you go like Rabbi Moshe or if you go like Rabbi Victor Miller, you tell me what you hold. You hold it religious or you hold it secular, and then I'll tell you what you can do about it. In other words, he didn't want to get involved in that machlekes. He was leaving it up to me to decide if it's a religious holiday or a secular holiday, and on that basis he'll tell me, you know, what's appropriate to do once we figure that out. I think that, was the, that must be the Oybekad's bar of what he was doing. Again, I don't believe that this is the first time anyone's ever asked him the Shiloh or that he's ever encountered the concept of Thanksgiving, but that was Mamish how he put it to me. He said, he said, what is Thanksgiving? I don't know what it is. You tell me what it is. Is it a legal holiday or is it a secular holiday? Anyway, so that's the Maisa Ravsi. He did not, when I said, I, I said, Zayzog, and I told him, Ramesha says it's a secular holiday. He did not strike that down. He didn't say, no, that's not true. It's a religious holiday. He was sanctioning those who want to rely on Ramosha to go with Ramosha, but he was saying it's going to be first dependent on what you believe Thanksgiving is. So the bottom line is we all have so much thanks to give to the Rebbein Shalalem. We should be zeichet to give lots of thanks every day of the year. And, and um, this is not my line, but it's a clever line nevertheless. What do we say today? And HaKadosh Baruch Hu should give us so much bracha and so many reasons to give thanks to him we should be zeichet all together. So always give thanks to the Rebbein Shalalem, always. Thank you very much for joining. Yeah? There you go. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah.